I'm sitting in the kitchen and I smell bleach and come to find out no one was even using bleach. It was actually my insides that smelled like bleach and ammonia. And I see on television that this woman also smelled like bleach. Her insides smelled like bleach and she couldn't process protein and she ended up dying. So on today's episode called Cheat Days and Cheaters, we are talking about how cheat days are not good And I will be giving you recipes that will help you not even want a cheat day, but incorporate a daily lifestyle, as well as some tips to getting over food addiction. And we will be talking about how people cheat, why they cheat, and how they are not cheating on you. Here's the intro. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast. This is Avishai L, your host, holistic health coach, and lifestyle expert. In this podcast, we're going to be interviewing top health experts, as well as talking to holistic healers, spiritual healers, and just helping you with everyday life. Each episode is going to be extremely fun. And as I always say, bring a green juice because it's going to be very juicy. All over the internet, whether it be YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or just going to the grocery store and talking to people or outside talking to people or talking to family, general population, cheat days have become extremely popular. They've become this this fad, this trend, and people are very accepting of cheat days. And I've heard people telling people that it's okay to have a cheat day. You can eat whatever you want. And that's really not sound advice. It's not effective for someone's health. It's, it's not. My thing is I'm all about choosing a diet that where you don't have to cheat. This is why my diet is rich in abundance, nutrient abundance. I don't deprive myself of a donut or a cookie or a pizza or salad with I don't know, my favorite sauces or anything like that. I don't deprive myself. What I do is I make it healthy. And I find that when people tell people to have cheat days, you're not committed to your diet. You don't like your diet. So people end up going to the extreme. They end up going to Dairy Queen and Ben and Jerry's and Cheesecake Factory and Cold Stone Creamery and McDonald's and saying, oh, oh, it's Friday. Oh, oh, it's Saturday. Now I can have a cheat day. My thing is, why can't you make that stuff at home? I don't, und- I, I just, it, it, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like, oh, I worked hard for this. Now I'm going to have a cheat day. It's like, why, like I said in previous episodes, why have ass something when you can use your whole fucking ass? <laughs> it makes no sense to me. I don't understand that. You know, people have gone through, supposedly, have learned about nutrition, but is the nutrition backed by science? Because I don't understand how you have a nutrition background and you're telling people that they should have cheat days. Like, people are making videos on YouTube, eating a butt load, a fucking ass load of donuts, and and McDonald's and doing this mukbang type shit and telling people that it's okay. 
look at me. I ate all of this and I am still healthy and I can and I can lift weights and I can do all of this thing. Like there are people online that eat 20,000 to 30,000 calories per day and they go to the gym and they're making people think you can eat whatever the fuck you want and still be healthy. And this is not the case. Like I said before, everyone's smiling at you and looking at you like they're happy for you or not happy for you and they don't want you to succeed in life. Certain people are placed to defer your attention from health. Certain people don't want you to elevate because when you start to eat healthy, you begin to elevate. So when people you see on on YouTube, you're like, oh, they look like they're having a fun life. They want you to eat shit. You know, some people want you to eat shit. And people, I find that people, when they have these cheat days, they are having an emotional attachment to food. And this is why when I holistic health coach with clients, we don't only deal with their nutrition and their meal plans. We deal with their emotional attachment to food because there's an attachment if you need to cheat on your diet. What is the point of cheating on it when you can just make stuff healthy? If you want a donut, don't go to fucking Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts. You can make it yourself and lose weight. I don't. I, I just don't understand why. I don't know if 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 people are caught caught up on. Oh, it's it's Dunkin' Donuts. I can cheat. I must. It must be like a thrill or addiction. It's addiction. It's addiction attraction. I call it. You're attracted to the place, therefore you're addicted to it. Everyone goes there. Ooh, let me go there too, kind of thing. But back to the clients, you know, we really go over their mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual state. And when my clients reach a point where they're not addicted to food anymore, they really start to to check in with themselves and say, hmm, I ate this. This is how I felt spiritually. Hmm. I ate this, now I feel this way spiritually. So it starts to become uh, uh, an accessory and a necessity versus a want and a ooh. (laughs) A want and like a ooh, I gotta have it. And then you get sluggish. You get sluggish as fuck after having that. And if you do get energized, it's a sugar high and then you crash because this stuff is not healthy. What they're putting in the food is not healthy. So... I hear people, and and maybe they don't know this, so I'm not bashing them. And by saying that they're ignorant, I'm not saying that you're a stupid fucking idiot. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you don't know certain things, so you're ignorant to certain knowledge. And I find that certain people tell their clients and tell their health coaching clients, tell their fitness training clients that... They could eat whatever the fuck they want because they like to eat whatever the fuck they want. Don't push your shit onto your clients. If that's your personal issue, you got to finagle that. But don't bring people in with you. If you know you have a food addiction, don't tell other people they can eat that shit. And that's another thing. You got to be very, very careful. This kind this grinds my fucking gears. (laughs) This grinds my fucking gears, man. When people are telling everyone that it's okay for everyone to have a fucking cheat day. Did you check their blood sugar levels? Did you check their blood their blood platelets? Did you check their um 
their blood tests? Did you check their heart rate? Do you know their levels? Do you know their optimal levels? Or are you just saying shit to be saying shit? See, that's where I get pissed the fuck off. Because some people do know this shit, and they don't give a fuck. And I don't like that. People can seriously die because they're listening to your advice, looking to you as an expert. That's like me as a health coach, which I would never do. Me telling a client who I'm unaware, I'm completely unaware that they have state, they could have stage four cancer and not know it. Meanwhile, you told them, it's okay, you did good for the whole week. Go to fucking Dairy Queen. Go to McDonald's. Put some IGF-1 in your system real fast. So, so the cancer could, um, well, stage four, it's already metastasized. So it could, so it could spread even more. So it could put you in the hospital. So we could put you in hospice real quick. Be very fucking careful what you tell people. You know, I, I am so sick of people telling people to have a cheat day instead of showing them how to empower themselves to make healthy your meals. No one is saying you can't have ice cream. I'm just saying you can't, you shouldn't want to have ice cream with the sugar in it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of different sweeteners. There's, there's a lot of fruit sweeteners using whole plant-based meals. I'm going to actually give you some cheat day recipes, but first I want to discuss my journey with, with this I I was very sucked in to cheat days and I used to have them. Why? Because I didn't know I was able to have cookies and ice cream and and all of this stuff. I was really thought I had to have salad and steamed vegetables and I got sick of it. I was just like, ugh, I need something new. So I started to overeat. I would eat like 60 medjooled dates, as discussed in episode 103, Food Addiction, if you want to go back and watch that. I would have like 10 bananas a day. Like it was a bad food addiction. I abused food because I was emotionally attached and stressed out of my mind with stuff. So I was attached, completely attached to it. So what ended up happening is One day when I was on the bike cycling, I had gotten really dizzy and the floor was no longer on the floor. It was in front of my face. And I was like, wait a minute, the floor is supposed to be way down there. (laughs) Why am I able to view it? I was so friggin' dizzy. So when I went to have blood tests done, I saw that my, my liver was damaged. I had high alkaline phosphatase levels. I had type 1 diabetes. I didn't know I had this shit. But was anybody telling me that I shouldn't have a cheat day? No. And it's nobody's fault. It was mine. I, I should not have had cheat days. I should not have overate on certain things. Overeating, your liver has to process all of that food that you're putting in there. So I get to, I do an athleta event and I'm like, oh, then I'm, then I'm, because I'm emotionally attached now, I'm listening to everybody who's feeding my emotional attachment to food. I really want you to get this. Sometimes you're listening to people that's going to feed your addiction. They're not helping you. They're harming you. Okay. So I heard someone say, you can eat in moderation. I'm like, yeah, they've got it right. I can eat in moderation. So 
I tried to moderately have a cookie. Couldn't. After I ate that cookie, my liver hurt like hell. I couldn't speak. I couldn't do shit. I couldn't do anything. I was holding my liver. My liver was so inflamed. Oh, yeah. That was my moderation. That was my cheat day. You don't know what people have going on in their blood tests. You don't know what levels they have. Their alkaline phosphatase levels could be high, could be low. You don't know their cholesterol levels. You're pushing them over the edge. If your clients are looking to you as an expert, be that expert. And if you don't know shit, tell them to consult with a nutritionist, a holistic health coach. If you don't know it, it's fine to not know everything. But you should want to learn and you should want to do the best for people and not bring them down with your emotional attachment to food because that's what you're doing. And if you're not self-aware, then maybe you need to work with me so we can work on your emotional attachment to food because it's an attachment no matter how you spin it. So back to my experience. So months went by, a year went by, I think, and I'm sitting in the kitchen and I'm like, oh, who's using that bleach? Who's using that bleach? Oh, it smells like ammonia. Come to find out no one was using bleach. So I'm look, then I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, it's so close to me. Then I realize, oh, my God. I'm the one who smells like bleach. What was happening is back then I didn't know I even had cancer at the time. My organs were slowly shutting down. Um... My body was breaking down. I had leaky gut. Everything was wrong with me. Everything. This is why I'm almost finished with my recovery with with cancer now. It's been about six months, so I still have a little ways to go, but I'm doing really great, and I'm one of the only cases doing the holistic method that's still here with mast cell leukemia and acute myeloid leukemia, so I'm damn fucking proud of myself. Insert claps. (laughs) But... Anyway, so I'm sitting in the kitchen and I smell that. And I think I want to say months later or a year later, I see on television this lady. She drank a lot of water and her body wasn't able to process protein. She was very into fitness and could not process her body couldn't process protein. So what was happening and she died. And I looked, I was like, oh, my God, I wish I would have known this lady. I could have helped her because that's what happened to me. So a while, while back, a lot of, you know, I'm very into fitness and I absolutely adore fitness trainers. I think they're amazing at what they do. Um, I love going to training and boot camps. So I'm not putting down fitness trainers. What I'm saying is when I went back in 2014, at my one of the first very very first boot camps I went to I did a, a a challenge and you know sometimes trainers they will tell you that you're supposed to have more protein not realizing that some people's bodies cannot process protein they can't process the protein they're getting so by you telling them to eat more protein it's going to shut their organs the fuck down And they can die. So what I want people to realize is to do your research and study. And if if you're not familiar with uh, looking at someone's 
nutrition or their blood tests and things like that, consult with a holistic health coach that's well-versed in that, that can work with their doctor, that knows about blood tests, that can read their levels, and come up with a plan for them. So by me eating way more protein, I'm like, oh, I got to eat more protein, more protein. And that's that's the thing. You know, Dr. Furman was on here, episode 108, and protein is a myth. No one has ever died from not getting enough protein. They have died from getting too much and not knowing where to place it. Okay? So you do not need that much protein. I think at the time someone told me I needed like 180, which and my body, you know, eventually wasn't able to process any of it. So that's my spiel on cheat days. Now, what recipes can you utilize? So if your favorite recipe is ice cream or something like that, uh, one of my favorite ways to make ice cream is either in the Vitamix blender or in the food processor. So I like to do about two to three bananas. It depends on who you're making it for. But a great ice cream, two to three bananas. You want to do about and you want to make sure they're frozen bananas. Um, also, one cup of blueberries, two to four medjool dates, and you can put vanilla extract to give it that flavoring if you want it to be flavored like vanilla. If you want it to be flavored like chocolate, put like one table, one to two tablespoons of some cocoa powder or cacao powder or carob powder and blend that's all you do. Blend. When you do the Vitamix, you want to make sure you blend it and use the tamper so it can have that creamy ice cream consistency. And you can make it fun. You can get like a little box for ice cream and put it in the freezer. And then when you want to eat it, just eat it. You can eat it with your lunch. You can eat it with your dinner. You don't have to say, oh, I need to have a cheat day. You know, it's not considered a cheat day because it's healthy. Now, in order to get all your micronutrients with that ice cream, you want to add about a teaspoon to a tablespoon of hemp seeds, and you want to add either some almond butter in that, a quarter cup of almond butter, or a quarter cup of some sort of nut, and you want to blend that together, okay? And that's your that's one, one recipe for ice cream. Another one, if you like popsicles, you can do one cup of blueberries, two to four medjool dates. I stick with um, fruit sweeteners. You can even put a mango in there because mangoes can be sweet. You can do mango. You can add in whatever fruit you like, really. Um, And then you can blend that to a sorbet consistency and then put it in a popsicle mold and you can have popsicles like that. Now, if you love brownies, one of my brownie recipes are, let's see, for me, I use cashew flour, but for you, you can use either coconut flour or almond flour. So you want to do about one cup of almond flour, uh, a half a cup of coconut flour, and then I would say about a quarter to a half a cup of cocoa powder or carob powder. So those are your dry ingredients. And then you want to add two to four medjool dates, depending on how sweet you want it. If you were used to eating a lot of sugar, you might want to do four to six medjool dates, but they're usually very sweet. So I would stick to the two to four. Totally up to you. 
And then you can add in either whole cashews or you can do a cashew butter. I probably recommend the cashew butter for this or um, almond butter. If you want it to be like a peanut butter chocolate brownie, then you can do, if you want it to have like that Reese's taste, you can do peanut butter. And then you want to, let's see, if you want to cook it or eat it raw, you can. If you want to cook it, you want to add in some water to the wet ingredients. And then, you know, stir it all together however you do. You guys know how to bake. And then put it in a, a mold. You can add in a little bit of vanilla extract and bake it. Bake it in the oven or if you want to eat it raw, leave the water out, blend all those ingredients together and form it with your hands or put it in a mold and then put it in the refrigerator or the freezer and then eat it when it's it's hard and it's tough. So that's a brownie recipe. And also I forgot to add in some hemp seeds or chia seeds or flax seeds into that. So you get your omega-3s and omega-6s. For any more recipes, you can work with me. I do meal plans for my clients and I do breakfast, lunch, and dinner for them. There's so many different things to eat. I'm just giving you desserts because a lot of people, when they cheat, they have cheat days because it's a dessert thing. So those are some desserts you can make. If you need any more recipes, you can work with me or sign up for and sign up for my newsletter, www.avishail.com slash subscribe. And I send recipes to my newsletter subscribers from time to time, and you can get them completely free. So those are my recipes. Now, getting rid of an emotional tie, an emotional addiction, you definitely want to watch episode 103. What I would, my tips for that is to first recognize that you do have an emotional tie. If you don't recognize you have an emotional tie to food, then I would say start to journal how you feel when you eat certain foods, what your mood is like. So your food mood journal, you want to have that. And then discover how much you're eating of something. See if it can be replaced with something else. So those are a couple of my my tips for addiction. I do deal with people who have food addiction and they have beat their food addiction. So definitely, like I said, if you want to work with me, www.avishael.com slash contact. I'll be more than happy to help you with that. And because I had it and I overcame it, I went from 168 to now 126. So that's where I'm at with it during this episode. <laughs> so cheaters. Mm-hmm-hmm. So a lot of people have been cheated on. And it is funny. I, I've personally, I've never been cheated on. Um, in a relationship. I've, I've never been cheated on. So I, I haven't experienced that. And I don't think you have to experience that to give someone advice. And when I give someone advice, it's E-Y-E. So it's not coming from me. It's coming from spirit. I'm not here trying to say, oh, I'm the channeler and I'm the, the holier than thou spiritual channeler. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just letting you know that when I tell you things, Sometimes it's not coming from me. It's being channeled directly from spirit. This doesn't make me a best, better being. It just makes me me. This is who I am. I channel messages, period. So moving on. 
I was walking one day and I said, you know, there's a lot of people who really get hurt over people cheating. And that's completely natural because you're in the third dimension. You're not in the fifth dimension. So you're, you're dealing with your uh, spirit being dealing with a, a human experience. So naturally, you're going to have these people feelings, I call them. <laughs> These people feelings where you feel they, they cheated on you, they did this to you, something's wrong with you, and it's never wrong with you. See, what happens when people cheat, even with cheat days, when people cheat on any sort of thing, any relationship, anything in life, cheat on tests, cheat on, on meal plans, cheat on their spouse, cheat on their significant others, cheat on their friends, they're not cheating on you. So don't take it personally. You know, don't say, oh, maybe I could have rode them this way like a roller coaster this way. <laughs> sorry, sorry, not sorry. Maybe I could have did backflips, you know, maybe I, no, 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 no. It has to do, they're cheating with their lower selves. There's something missing within them that they had to that they had to go outside of a relationship, a partnership where they agreed through sex to be with you and go to their lower self. So what happens is the universe, like I've always said, is imbalanced. It's about harmony and balance and unity. It likes to come together and be balanced. What happens when someone cheats is they create an imbalance. So the frequency that they're giving to the universe is, I want to receive imbalance in my life. So you see how you did not put out that frequency. You did not do anything. The person doing the cheating has put out a frequency that not only did they say, I want imbalance, they're saying, I don't trust myself to, to move to my higher self. I want to self-sabotage and go towards my lower self and vibrate in my lower self feelings. A lot of times what happens with people is they feel like one person is not enough because they don't feel like they're enough for themselves. And I'll say that again. When people cheat, they feel like one person is not enough because they feel like they're not enough for themselves. See, when you're with one person and you're in union, you're not with one person. You're connected. You're fucking connected, man, <laughs> to the universe, to the angels, to the spirit guides and the creators because they guided you to be aligned with, with not only that person, but with everything. Relationships are to uh, vibe, uh, cause the universe to vibrate higher and to send positive energy to people. So if someone's feeling like they can't handle that, that's just what it is. They cannot handle going higher. They can't handle that supernatural, that spiritual love, that connection to all things. They can't handle that frequency. So they vibrate at that basic bitch frequency, I call it. <laughs> that's what it is. It's a basic bitch frequency where it's like, uh, this person, one is, one is not enough. It's because you're not vibrating higher. Your frequency is too low. So when someone cheats, understand that it's not on you. 
no your hair is not parted wrong your lipstick is not is is purple enough your eyeshadow is shimmery enough you're beautiful and vice versa with men your dick is big enough <laughs> your physique is awesome you're handsome it's her you got to understand that it has nothing to do with you. So hopefully that will help you at least begin. I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult not to take personally. And it makes you mad because you invested your time in a person. But hopefully, I hope it causes some people to heal if they're holding on to someone that has cheated out of outside of their own self. They didn't cheat outside of you. They cheated outside of themselves. They said, I want my lower self. Now, I'm also not putting people who have cheated down because people do make mistakes, okay? And even if they did know they were making a mistake and they kept doing it, you do have to move on from your past. So if you have been a cheater, no one's holding that against you. I'm not holding it against you. You know, I'm not saying put people down and these people are shitty people. They're not. They're not. They just had to learn. It's, life is about a learning experience. You know, maybe someone cheated on someone else. And that person is like, you know what? I'm done with you. But because they learned their lesson when they meet another person, they can vibrate higher with that person. So there is second chances. Realize that things happen for reasons. You know, thank each other. Maybe come from a place of appreciation after you're angry, <laughs> of course, because I know initially you'll be angry. Come from a place of appreciation where you say, you know what? Everything happens for a reason. This person taught me some lesson, whether it was good or bad. And embrace something new. Embrace higher. Go higher. Always want something higher in life. If that person has cheated or whatever. And if you decide to stay with that person, that's totally up to you. If it's spiritually guided. Um, me personally, I don't know if I would stay with someone who cheated because of my health history. And I know stuff can be passed through the bloodstream. So if you're thinking about cheating on your spouse, please don't. Just break up with them. Talk to them. Grow some balls. If you don't have the balls, write them something. If you can't, you know, verbalize it. I'm not saying writing makes you weak, by the way. I'm just saying if you have to leave a note and, and you know, talk to them on the phone because you don't want to, I don't know, if your spouse is violent, maybe hit you if they found out. But don't cause them to risk their life because you thought with your dick or you thought with your vag women and wanted to just insert and have and be inserted into. Okay, because stuff can be spread through the bloodstream. It can. So for me, if someone was cheating, I know the person doesn't have my diet, which is very specific. I would probably not like that very much. And I don't know if I would stay with someone. Um, but your, your experiences are very different. 
So I leave that up to you, but I just wanted to share that tidbit with you and hopefully it helps boost your confidence and helps you know that you're not a piece of shit. <laughs> they didn't think your teeth were bucked or you had some, uh, there was a Twizzler in your tooth. I don't know. <laughs> so that's why they cheated on you. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with them. Now, now, if you're being, you know, an asshole to them and abusive to them still doesn't give people the right to cheat. But it's just you need to break up. You know, you need to separate because toxicity is never good. Toxicity is never good. So you are who you are paired up with. You are what you eat. And I want you to just live. But you have to want it for yourself. I can hold space for you in hopes that you would want the best for yourself, but you ultimately have to want the best for yourself. And I hope you choose health, love, happiness, peace, amazing relationships, and everything good. I do work with people on their relationships and especially healing from toxic ones because, you know, toxic relationships can leave an imprint on people. Um, until they're given some insight. You know, if you let it, it can really break down your self-esteem and everyone deserves to have high self-esteem. You know, everyone who's doing good, everyone who's kind, everyone who wants to be a good person deserves to have high self-esteem. And we as people should want people to just feel good about themselves and our presence And we should want to be kind to people. And I had posted something on Instagram about how I am an ENTJ personality. And sometimes ENTJs, it's so funny. I saw on YouTube, this man was saying 16 personalities at an interview. And the ENTJ told the interviewer, you're hired. (laughs) Even though the person interviewing them was supposed to hire them. Because, you know, it's like the commander in chief and certain ENTJs abuse their uniqueness and their power. And, you know, they can come off as bossy, supposedly. But me, ENTJ, I'm an ENTJ empath, which means that I help people find the power within themselves. I help I enlighten you to enlighten yourself. The power I leave in your hands. So I'm not the type that's going to hold your hand. Some people have personalities where they hold people's hands. I'll be there for you, but I don't tolerate people's shit. Because at the end of the day, if I sat at home and said, you know what, I'm going to have a cheat day, knowing that I had mast cell and acute myeloid leukemia, I would have been gone in five weeks, which was the how much time I had. I had five weeks. So this is why if I don't tolerate shit from me, I don't tolerate it from other people. Now, the general population sometimes sees people like that as heartless or, you know, very cold. But some people get it. And I love the people that get that, that we're just very heart based, but we're not trying to be with your shit, if you understand. And I don't think anyone should put up with their shit and just drown in their shit and be in self-pity and all of that. You know, there is a time for that. You know, like I said, when I was going through what I was going through, a lot of people were not there for me. So I needed an outlet. I wanted people to 
know what was happening with me. And I wish someone was there to like hug me and and tell me everything was going to be okay. And people weren't there to do that. So to other people, it came off as, oh, she just wants, you know, or this person wants attention. No, people don't want fucking attention. They want love. You know, people do need people sometimes, you know, and so that's that's where I'm coming from with that. And as an empath, I do feel other people's emotions. And that's why I, I transmute that energy. And I do this podcast. And as an ENTJ empath, I, I tell you to write stuff down so you can do the research. Imagine if I was, if I was you know, talking to every single person that watched this podcast. It's a lot of fucking people. <laughs> and I love all of you listeners. And I, I told you, this is what you, you should do. And you know, you, uh, you can be easily drained. So I try not to be drained. So there's different personality types. This is why I'm saying stop telling people about cheat days. I'm very adamant about that. Hopefully you make those recipes that I gave you. Hopefully this will help people not want to cheat. If you feel the need to, if someone's tempting, go inward don't go outward if you know what I mean. <laughs> so if you need any of my help, like I said, you can I can be reached at www.avishael.com slash contact. So there will be a contact form. You can reach me for holistic health coaching. I do speaking engagements. I talk about pretty much everything as a holistic health coach and lifestyle expert. So that's avi speaking, A-V-I speaking at gmail.com. My newsletter goes out every Monday and Tuesday. So www.avishael.com slash subscribe. There will be another episode as always next Tuesday. And I hope you all have an unfiltered day. I will see you next week. <laughs>